minute crossfade the daily talk show a conversation sometimes worth recording with josh jansen and tommy jacket Episode 113 of the Daily Talk Show. Some exciting stuff going on in our world. Can you... I can't stop smiling. <laughs> if you can hear jo- the smile coming through in Josh's voice, it is huge. This is... Uh, we've had two exciting things happen in one day. Oh, yeah. Firstly, we want to dedicate this episode. We've never done that. Yeah. Dedication to Sandra Sully. Yes. If you're listening, Sandra. And Jason Fox for being the connector. So, tell them, tell them what happened. Well, we were talking about uh, Sandra Sully uh, on the podcast. We had uh, Dr. Jason Fox on talking all things metamodernism. And uh, he uh, he was talking, doing a talk today, I think maybe up in Brisbane or Sydney. Sydney, yeah. I think it was Sydney. And uh, he had a, uh, a panellist, you know, had a, it was a panel of people talking. Yeah. And uh, Sandra Sully was on the panel. Yes, but what Dr. Jason Fox did for us, he went above and beyond. Mm, well, he, he talked about the Daily Talk Show to Sandra, uh, to Sandra, and he's got photos of him and Sandra, and then a photo of Sandra Sully subscribing to the Daily Talk Show it's podcast. Amazing. This is big. It's, it's it's a you know. I guess it's the last show. <laughs> <laughs> no, we said we wanted Sandra on for episode two hundred. Mm. Which we're at 113, we're not far off, December. Yeah, essentially. Well, the reason we said, uh, um, you know, uh, two, episode 200 was because we didn't want to, um, we, we didn't want to have that episode too early. We wanted to have some exciting things in the future. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Something to look forward to. Sandra is 200. Yeah. But the other thing that we're excited about is mm. we've finally got stickers. Yeah. I <laughs> DHL knocked on the door about 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, this is huge. We've got we've got a thousand stickers, um, and uh, can I just say that these it could have gone either way. The quality I wasn't sure about the quality, but I can say uh, without any sort of um, reservation that these are the best stickers I've ever seen. What uh what what price did you pay? <sighs> Look, they're priceless now. <laughs> That's what matters, isn't no, it? No, but what did you actually pay? I don't want to. I don't want to devalue. It only cost me one hundred and ten dollars. Yeah, think. but I think I'm not expecting them to be five grand. But I think everyone's trying to get stuff cheap now. So it's like mm. if you can get something cheap that's good, you're winning. No one cares. But the thing is that whilst the the printing costs that the logo, like the actual intellectual property True. involved. So I'd like to say that if someone got one of these stickers. Per sticker, 50 bucks. So, it's our logo. Um, if you look on any of our social media, you'll see it there. Mm. It's like the circle. These are perfect. I'm so happy. But anyway, so too. I got some stickers done uh, many years ago through Alibaba. Do you know Alibaba? Did you have to get 5,000 of them? It was a lot of stickers. <laughs> and I'd, I went through the same company to get business cards and it ended up being just a huge clusterfuck. In, in what way? Well, I got... Um, First of all, the I tried to do like super, super thick business cards. This is when I had Melbourne Geek. Okay. And it was sort of, it was like 600 GSM. They were so thick the, you wouldn't be able to... The stop thickness? Yeah, you wouldn't be able to put them uh, in your... Uh, wouldn't be able to put them in your wallet. Yeah. But the uh, they sent photos before they s- sent them on to me with the um, to show me the quality and they were horrendous. And I'd already paid for everything but the shipping... And so I would, I refused to pay for the shipping. And so I never got them. And the annoying thing was I did it through PayPal. Here's a lesson for you. 
already less than you know what are we in three and a half minutes in I'm already throwing out <laughs> lessons but the uh, no the lesson was paying with PayPal doesn't mean that you can just get your money back if it's a custom good custom goods yeah. it doesn't count as um, like the, their return policy and stuff doesn't apply or the, the safety nets so are we going to give out any of these stickers yeah so what we're going to do what's the deal because you make a lot of commitments on the show live mm. That we end up regretting. Well, this is the problem with the stickers <laughs> is that someone's going to have to send them, have to do the mail. So if I if I make some commitments around sending them out, given that I'm going to be overseas, it's a bit of a pain in the ass for me to carry them and then deliver. Yeah, and it's a real pain in the ass to actually send them. But we will do it. So when I remember when I committed to selling O-Bike fishing T-shirts... Uh. Well, wow. that was a, less of a commitment for you and a more of a commitment for your wife, Amy, who had Yeah, to but I had to get her on because it's so time-consuming. Mm. But these are thin. You can send them just in a normal envelope. envelope. So what we're going to do is if you send us an email, hi at thedailytalkshow.com, with your address, we'll send you out a couple. We may or may not send you out no, a couple? No, well, Tommy will. Can that be one of your jobs? <laughs> okay, I'll build a spreadsheet. You know, okay. If you're listening to this and we're a thousand episodes deep... It it probably won't. You probably won't get one. Well, let's have a timing time limit on it. It's the uh, the twenty first today. To take advantage of the offer, you need to send us an email by the twenty sixth of week. this month. So okay. next week, you've got until Tuesday, and then Tommy's going to do a big sort of uh, batch process. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. So here's the thing: you need to put the subject line as stickers, because then I can just put them all into a folder, and then I'll open them on the day. You, it just feels like who says the guy that will be walking around Europe eating a fucking piece of pizza? No, I just Sandra, think if you're listening, this is this, this is, is what, what you have this to is deal what you with. Deal with. Um, no, I think no, I, I completely get that. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so, so that's that's very uh, that's uh, exciting. What else has been going mate, on, mate? Last night we um, we went. This is actually near Fox FM. Mm. The toilets there. Bodie, my son, had shat himself. Mm-hmm. And it's always Annoying. the case of like you get him out of the car and you just and Amy looks at me and just says, oh, I think and then she holds him up and I get down there with my nose and sniff his bum. Wow. And then I'm like, Yeah. What a shot for the paps. <laughs> so true. Yeah, you don't ever see that's that's interesting. Maybe like celebrities don't Go down for the sniff because I'm literally in the supermarket they holding Bodhi up mm. into the sky and just sniffing his ass. I believe that's what they were doing in Lion King. He wasn't. It was. <laughs> it was just sniffing to see if he's uh, shit his pants. So anyway, we're in the car park at this point. Mm. He'd shat his pants. Okay. And and luckily we had a nappy because it was all a bit last minute. We had some stuff in the car and thought, okay, I know this car park and I know this building and I know that there's some toilets and public ones just near the entrance to Coles. Mm. So we went up there and I was like, okay, upstairs is... This is the same toilets that you went into the female toilets a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. So upstairs is the male and female Mm -hmm. and that's all that's up there. But on the ground floor is the disabled or uh, baby changing toilet. Mm. And so... I'm like, sweet. And it's one of those like, I'd never say, it's just a door that's electronic that's like, it looked very modern. Mm. And so it just had a button that you just hit and it opened the door. I hit it, opens it up, and this old grandma, grey haired, oh, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? And we're like, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> the initial, so what would your initial reaction be to seeing a woman 
on doing number twos, what, oh. would, you, what would your reaction be? You know what, I'm, I'm pretty awkward already. Well, we, we got out of there. We just, oh, sorry, and ran up the stairs. Well, the I Bodie, yeah. Bodie boy, me and myself and Amy. That's hive territory. I definitely <laughs> would have gotten hives. And then Amy, like, as what I... Was got, did you see her face? Saw her face. <laughs> she was a, a metre and a half. She was horrified. That's why I don't like toilets where the door... Like, th- those types of toilets, it was even... Um, I feel like in this building potentially I've been I've I've been known to be the type of guy oh, to yeah, yeah. to hold a door just as an extra yeah, level yeah, yeah. of safety. Yeah. There's it's, something so is there anything more vulnerable than being sh- in that position? Well, mate, that's why I, I feel you know when you see a dog doing a poo and they look really guilty? Yeah. Imagine that. That's how I that, I feel like that dog when he looks at you that just poor like lady. Dude, don't so, look at me. So what you just left. Well, I ran <laughs> I ran up the stairs. Amy came up with me because she's like, all I wanted to do was get out of there. But then she had like, you know, the nice person kicked in and she was like, okay, I'm going back down and to, to guard the door and let, just in case someone walks Why around. Why is, is the door fucked? Why is it Well, open? this is what we thought. I just thought that it was one of the – some disabled toilets you can actually open if you hold the button down um, because imagine if someone with yeah. a disability mm-hmm. passed out or something. So you, you need to be able to get in there. But – she finished up and she came out. She ended up getting off the toilet, coming in, closing the door and going, sitting back down, finishing business. But after the door opened, because we waited around and she apologised. Oh, you know, I'm so sorry. No, we're sorry. You know, she was lovely. She was like, and she justified it because I was like, yeah. is she disabled? Yeah, what was no. the job? Okay. But then she said, she made a point of it saying, oh, my back, I wouldn't be able to walk up those stairs. Yeah. She would have been like seven, 70s. And not that we were questioning her, but mm. it was like, I felt so sorry for her. And we went in there and we looked at the door and how you lock it. Mm. So here's the thing. You press it to close and then you hold it again to lock it. It's she hadn't, dumb. She hadn't locked it. It's so she dumb. She just closed it and thought that, oh, this is a toilet door that locks. <sighs> so if you are going to... That gives me so much anxiety. The yeah. This is why I don't shit anywhere other than my home, <laughs> which is going to be so tricky when I travel. Oh, you're in trouble. You know, Bree, Bree and I, oh, the first time we ever travelled together, we went to Tasmania. She didn't shit for 10 days. Uh, what, because you're around? Because yeah, it's a new boyfriend? I get it, Bree. But I think she nearly I really... I feel the tummy pain. But I think she like actually really hurt herself not going to the toilet for that long. You don't go for 10 days. It's such a new and relationship. And the other thing too is you're in sort of Tassie where you're having a lot of pub food, a lot of, a lot of palmers. Oh, my God. <laughs> where are they going? You know? This is the thing. You get get into a pub. The problem is I remember just needing to, for some reason, it's when you realise how much you need a fart is mm. when you start dating. Because <laughs> you start holding them in and it just hurts. George is – we've got George yeah. in, in the um, office here. He's watching. He's going to be the future future anchor of the show. He's having, he's having a laugh because I saw his look. He laughed when I said it's when you're newly dating, you're holding in the farts. Can you, you really relate, know George? It. Can you relate? Yes or no? Uh, no, but his girlfriend can't. There you go. So he's not holding back. See, I'm the one holding back. Maybe it's a. I mean, yeah, I don't. I think one of my favourite stories ever is someone who got, um, who went to hospital because they thought that they were having a heart attack and they were just constipated. Oh no! Apparently, that happens a lot because it can be that painful. But I stay regular, guys. But the thing is, I. um, You know what? I reckon uh, fiber is really important. Like I, <laughs> you reckon, or it is? No, but it is. But I also 100%. think. But <laughs> I made a note a while ago to have more fiber, 
I felt so good. Just feel you just feel lighter. But uh, when I was drinking lots and lots of water, I got to a point where I needed to download an app called Toilet Finder, <sighs> which would tell you where all the public toilets were. I don't know how spot on. You've got your diet when you're really needing to piss always. Really? Like How can you diet? What, what do you mean? Well, is there something going on with no. absorption? No. Like, are you drinking? See, like, is, is it a new can I give is people, modern- can, can I give Sandra? I'm just, this whole episode's for Sandra, so I've got to yeah, give yeah, her a lot yeah. of context. Sandra, if you're listening. Sandra, Tommy was a PT 10 years ago, and now for some reason he thinks that anything. <laughs> that could be related to medical stuff, he's going to know because he did a Cert 4 for six weeks. <laughs> and then I had cowboy flying hours. Yeah. I was a PT for seven years. No, but hang on. No, you're not qualified to... If you, no, but if you're, if you're drinking coffee, which you do a couple a day, and then you're increasing your water intake massively, mm-hmm. it's just going to go straight in and out. Yeah. And so my... So your point my is... Thought, my thought is, are you actually absorbing the water? I'm not saying don't drink... I'm not saying it's like going. I'd rather overfill it than underfill it because underfilling is going to be dehydration. I think the thing is that you you. It's Can you dumb, type that in, George? A, what do you to want the, to know? To Google. What's the question? So the the question is, um, drinking too much water. Well, I'm, the thing I'm is, pissing a lot after drinking too much no, water. Th- is this good or bad? The thing is that coffee is a diuretic, which is going to make you wee. But I um. The thing is that I never used to drink coffee and when I wouldn't even drink coffee, I would, if I drink a lot of water, I need to go all the time. And so the thing is that it's really good. Like I piss clear, it's great, but it's a, um, it's not a reason. Like what's the solution? No, I I'm drink not saying coffee. it's not a reason, but what I'm saying is optimizing the intake of water. So like the absorption of but this the, is the thing. H2O into the system. Mate, saying so H2O hydration, just because you drink a lot of water doesn't mean you're hydrated. What the fuck are you talking? What well, I sort of get what you mean because if you're pissing it out, does it? Does it? But actually so what your argument is that I don't drink as much water because I'm like that makes it, the only thing that I could change is drink less coffee. Is what you're saying? Probably. I'm saying optimizing diet, not keep your water in there. Yeah. Well, I just think I think it's pretty hard to drink too much water. But you do hear. I remember as a kid when you would get taught about um drugs and stuff like that that's like how a lot of people on the mdma or whatever it's called <laughs> on the mdma yeah is that what it's called yeah well it's, it is a drug mdma they people normally die from drowning drowning drinking too much water that's one of the old scare tactics if i've ever heard one you 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 drink so much you'll drown when <laughs> how much are you fucking drinking no, but on those Ambo shows, you know how they do that, like the night yeah. shows or whatever, and they'd be like, "Here's Jenny, she was on MDA, MDMA, and drowned." I don't know how much. You, you don't know. believe that? Okay, well, I've seen you, enough people on MDMA. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've done MDMA. I didn't drown. I drank a lot of water. Yeah, no, I'm 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 uh, I'm anti-drug. I just feel like I uh, I'm. I'm screwed up enough. I don't need anything in my life to push me over the edge. Coffee is enough. See, this is what makes me laugh. Tommy's having a go at me about... I'm not having a go at you. I think your diet's a bit off. You're drinking too much. You're the classic PT who it's like, mate, your macros are all off and you're doing a line of Coke every weekend. It's like you're you're misaligned. I was 100% out of alignment Mm. off my values PT. Yeah. And I, you know, I used to go out drinking most weekends, and then I would be teaching people about health. Yeah, it's bullshit. Well, but that's why it's, I, it's actually why I don't do it, right? And this is why you don't 
be a PT or well, why it you wasn't. Yeah, I couldn't keep doing it. I like now. I'm more about living in alignment with my values. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I yeah. I don't have that passion to help people yeah. like that in that way. Well, you you're still dishing out advice. You still have that characteristics, which <laughs> gives me the shits. I um, you know, you're talking about the radio and all that sort of thing. I was reminded of a story the other day. So I saw this. Um, I saw one of the radio stations had a had a competition and they took a photo of someone holding a check who'd won like $10,000, which is really cool. And it reminded me when I was at the radio station and uh, basically one of the our competitors had a competition. It was a postcode competition. You called up if you, they said your postcode out, you could win like $30,000 or Ooh, whatever. La la. Anyway, the person who won it... Uh, uh, they they uh, asked them, can, can we get a photo? We want to get a photo with you. Like one part of the competition rules is that we get a photo and that we can sh- we can share it online. Is this holding? Holding the check? And they said, no, sorry, I don't, don't want to be photographed, all that sort of thing, which sort of makes sense. Turns out uh, the competitor worked out that the reason the person didn't want a photo was because he was actually the music director of the oh. radio station that I worked for. I fucking know this person. Yeah. Do, you, know, do you know this story? I, I, I know the person who yeah. did it mm. and I know that they did... Th- what happened in the end? Uh, like you well, finish I, it. Yeah, he... Uh, so he won $30,000 and uh, basically... It was an over 100 competition, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was an over 100 competition. He was working for Fox. Um, <laughs> it was Jack Ball. <laughs> yeah. it, was. it was. I think it's fine to say it because he did the right thing. He didn't, um, he, uh, he didn't take the money. He didn't? He didn't take the money. No. So I think that that's why it's okay. He, uh, now he doesn't even work in radio. No, well, sure. he, do- he came because I was, I was going to say his name in confidence knowing that he – because he went off and did some finance or something, chasing yeah. coin. But no, I think he's back maybe at B105. Shout okay. out Jack Ball. So he's back. Ripping, oh, ripping bloke. What but would you do? Would you qu- I remember quit saying and take to, the cash? I remember saying as the digital content producer at the time of Fox, I was just like, Mate, just take the money, just do it. There's a pay freeze here anyway. Just go and. That's so funny. And, um, no, he never took because the, the the bosses were like, "Mate, it's not a good look." For one, you're you're listening to the the other station research, <laughs> research, and uh, and but there was <laughs> we were playing because um, there's a, what's what's the uh, what's the tool called uh, on the. Uh, that the radio stations listens to to listen back to um, oh, the log, the log, the they're listening to the logger, and they you could hear him like winning the money and all that sort of thing. Far out, and so I mean, half the time when you're working for a radio station, you're thinking about it's just trolling. It's yeah. like oh, I'll just give it a call. I know heaps of people who've won radio competitions. I've got this one family friend that's mm-hmm. a prize pig. Can you explain what a prize pig a pri- for, for people who aren't in radio? A prize pig is someone, and it's probably. A term coined by the people that work at the radio stations that have the same person calling about every single competition. Mm. So it's like they're, they're essentially an avid listener. They yeah. wouldn't survive, the stations wouldn't survive without these people. They're the type who are going to email us four times with four different addresses for yeah. these stickers. But then and they're on to you. They'll come to a We're event. We're fucking on to you. So this is, this is on the ground prize piggery. Mm. Is uh, we're working in Frankston, mm. uh, one side of great suburb, in one Victoria. side of the bay mm-hmm. in in Melbourne, and then this guy travelled to the Bunnings that we're working at in Frankston. Mm. I said, "Where are you from, mate?" He said, "Williamstown." An hour, 
an hour and a half on the train the other direction and he came he fucking left with a wheelbarrow <laughs> fully constructed took it on the train home of he came what? for the prizes Oh, well, and he just won. for the wheelbarrow. He, oh, no, I he thought, won a wheelbarrow. Uh, I thought he brought a wheelbarrow <laughs> for the prizes, but the prize was a wheelbarrow. Makes but sense. He's the guy. It was like a can, a can you construct the wheelbarrow the quickest? And so you get the wheelbarrow if you don't win, and you get some other stuff. He didn't win, and he half like it was a shonky construction of a wheelbarrow. And then he, I, I'm like, you off? He's like, yeah. I'm just, are you taking that on the train? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he just walks I, off with his riggedy. But that's like a on the ground prize piggery. There's some people that, you know, just calling. Mm. And I know a guy who And they know how to how to play it up too. They like they know the things to do, like get really excited like, you know, Jenny, uh we're going to uh, send you and your partner off to a nice dinner at uh Mama Cita in the city, you know, uh, valued at $70. Oh! <laughs> they really they play it up. That's how they. That's how they. Because prize pigs, they know all the rules. They know how yeah. what makes a good caller. So they, you could give them yeah seventy dollar voucher for Mama Cedar, and they're gonna lose their mind. There's a bit of enabling when you do work at radio stations because that you know when you're not getting a call for something or mm. if it's like. Uh, you know that you can resort to this person because they'll give you a good response. Or just say your name's Kevin yeah. and just give us a yell. Anyway, this friend of mine, a family friend, mm. he took me, he won a competition and he and he's always got on Facebook, always got something new. I got tickets to Red Hot Chili Peppers. I got tickets to this. Anyone free to go to John Butler Trio this Friday night? Anyone free constantly? And years ago, 2011, mm-hmm. he, he put on there, um, anyone want to come to Sydney with me to see blah, blah, blah. This chick who's not, wasn't even famous, yeah. but there was a live gig. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I wrote in there, I'm free. Is he the autograph guy? He's the autograph guy too. Can you explain what he's, well, he just collects a lot of autographs. Yeah, collects autographs, but also memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Um, goes to people's, where people are staying. He's been, he's one to frequent the airport to see when the celebrities are coming through. And he'll he'll get them to sign something, mm. or he'll find out what hotel room. I feel like I could have gone down that path. Hundred percent. I was. I remember um, Doveton Pools. Uh, they had, um, I think, Gold Doveton. F- Doveton Pools. Yeah, near Dandenong, and they had a um, Gold FM had a uh, their street team, and they were doing a bit of a Pepsi versus Coke, Coca Cola taste test. Yeah, and uh, if you. Uh, they'd connected up with Lifesavers so that you would get um, if you correct. Uh, guess the the correct one. You'd get um, a stick of of lifesavers like the lollies, <laughs> and uh, I just remember it was the I uh, would go in line. I was wearing glasses at the time. I'd wear glasses, go in line, do the test, come back without my glasses, <laughs> so I look a bit different. Do the test again. Did another one because I had a rashie on. Actually, took my rashie off, so I looked different again. I was going back and forth. And you the, thought you had them? They they just wanted to get rid of supplies because they were probably told, "Mate, you're staying here until all the lifesavers yeah. are gone." And I just and and so did you win? You win? No, yeah, I got a few few sticks of lifesavers. So you were just there for the sugar? Yeah, just smashing it. So I just jumped onto the dude's Facebook page I'm mm-hmm. talking about that took me to Sydney. Yeah. We had a great trip, by well, the way. Yeah, so, were the flights included? Flights, accommodation, transfers, food, drinks. You are the funny thing about you is you're. Um, I've I've told you this before. <laughs> you're a bit of a leech. How am I a leech? You're, what am I leeching? Tom, Tommy, Tommy is the guy at the school canteen 
that will wait outside and be like, got 50, 50 cents? Nah. Got 50 cents? And no, you've I, leached always, this guy. I always had money. <sighs> literally, I never had, I literally never... today, Jimmy is enjoying his platter and you're like, oh, mate, you're going to eat all those cheese? No, I said, can I have some gorgonzola? Literally. And what, did you, what also did you, <laughs> do you remember uh, he was eating his quesadilla on the weekend? We had a full yeah. They finished of, their We had a full trough of nachos, and then they finished all their food. And he I hadn't, he hadn't even started his quesadilla yet. You got him a knife and fork so he would hurry up, and so he could. Maybe cut you, you a just bit. don't have friends good enough like I do with James. No, where you can ask them. You're a where leech. You, where they don't care. You're a leech. Anyway, so tell us about. I just, yeah, I just looked onto this dude's Facebook page. Do you think you're? Do you don't think you're a leech at all? I push the boundaries constantly. I, I don't feel you I don't, don't feel embarrassed. embarrassed not at all to ask friends especially mm. friends mm. like what are they going to say James said no say no problem There's that no was pro- great when he said that because the case today you got a strong no first wasn't it no nah. no he said yes I no, feel he, like- said, he said oh um, have you got a knife and so then I gave him a knife uh, okay. so yeah I don't feel the awkwardness that the, uh, yeah I mean maybe it's not the most beneficial yeah, what thing a, to what a, eat food. What a trait. What a trait. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely pass that. Well, fuck, mate. Who went to Sydney with a prize pig? Yeah, I know. Me. It's true. But you're, I like that you're talking about prize pigs like you're some sort of superior being. But uh, you, no, were, you were leeching off a prize pig. I will reap the rewards of being associated right. with a prize pig. Cool. So you went up to Sydney. Uh, yeah, anyway, I just jumped on his Facebook page. The first one. He's re-shared something that says, I'm playing cash show. Come and play with me. Cash show. Right answer means real cash. And so it's like he shared something and a couple of swipes down, mm-hmm. another sh- another share for a PlayStation 4, win a PlayStation 4. It's a numbers game. Yeah. So people who are prize pigs, it's probably a, it's probably a bit of a, a derogatory or yeah. defamatory I worked, name. I worked with a lady that um, I'll call her Debbie uh, that I worked with at a – at a previous company, it wasn't radio station, was sort of a government job. Wasn't Jack Ball. And, no, it wasn't Jack Ball, who's that's his real name. But Debbie, uh, she was a bit of a prize pig. She loved calling up, all that sort of thing. But she'd call up on anything. She would drink six cans of Diet Coke uh, a day, right, Debbie? Wow. She's probably in her 40s. Anyway, uh, she, was, uh, she got some Diet Coke and said that um, it tasted different. The formula was different. So she called up uh, Coca-Cola and uh, she gave them the batch number and they said, yep, you're right. We, uh, we're meant to clean out the machines three times or something before you put in the syrup and we'd only done it twice and you were tasting the difference of that one oh clean. Oh, my God. So she got like a free can, uh, like free free um, sort of what, – what, what's, what's multiple cans called? What do you call that? Six-pack. Yeah, it's a slab. She got a sl- a slab. She got a slab of uh, Diet Coke. Mate, the amount of time that it took her to delve into that. Mm. But you'd be you'd happily crack one open of Debbie's. You'd have definitely one. if Debbie was here with a twenty four pack. You'd I'd ask say, for one, Debbie. Can I just have one here? Mm. Can I have one of your cokes? Uh, hi at the Daily Talk Show is the email address. Uh, Chris Nichols uh, is getting on board with uh, taking photos, which <laughs> yes. I realize. Like, so the idea was take a photo. Uh, where you're listening, but specifically, I started at where take I would give a specific location that I wanted the photo. So if you're listening on a plane and you are above your hometown, take a photo. I was a bit of a naysayer. Well, we got no emails from that because it was too specific. But <laughs> this is getting very much like Osher Ginsberg, who's got a podcast, has something called the Podsy, I think it is, where he encourages people to. Uh, Email where in, they're listening. Where they're listening. Okay. And um, 
So it's not an original idea. I did in Shepparton, mm. just telling people what's the view from where you are, and I'd say I'd put up like a view from where I am, and people would tag me. I'd put it on Facebook in the comments. Go viral, big in Shepparton. What was Mate, something- we had some good engagement there. Mm. I told you about the we did this whole and we raised a bunch of cash. It was called GV Snaps, and we encouraged people from around the Goulburn Valley, hence the GV, mm. to send in epic shots of the landscapes. Man, some seriously good shots. And this was like iPhone 4 days, iPhone 5 days. Old, rocking it old school. Rocking it old school. And we got some sick ones and we got them printed onto canvas mm. and then we um, sold them at a local uh, supermarket. Like we had like this art display stand. It was sick. Is there anything that you miss? Because for people who don't know, I'm doing a lot of resetting for Sandra Sully. Tommy was on uh, regional radio for two years, did sort of that whole thing. He was in Shepparton in Victoria. What did, anything that you miss from, from those days? Uh, not really. <laughs> really? Amy said to me this morning, because I said, oh, such, such great memories from living there. But it's purely a time, it's suitable for that a time of your life. Like mm. everything about it, I don't miss getting up early. I don't miss feeling away from family. I don't miss the cold, you know, lonely times. But <clears throat> it's also like we were working so hard and giving it such a good crack mm. and having experience. So it's like it is some of the best memories that I have was in Shepparton and some of the friendships I've made. Best memories in the sense of like what you would do outside of the show or what's the actual good bit? Oh, I think just it's a unique situation if you've ever gone somewhere to work mm. okay, nurses probably could relate yeah um you know sort of, um, people you're all saving work, lives work yeah yeah people that work you know on the oil rigs like you, you're around this community and you're having to kind of get involved and it's so different like i grew up in fucking brighton mm. in melbourne and it's like the polar opposite yeah country town very small but like still real great sense of community amazing people mm. that make up this town so that's and it was a unique opportunity being the person on radio hearing, you know, you're in all the stores around the, you know, the the city. And so it's like it really injects you into it and you become friends. And you know what I'm and like. You're in a bit of a bubble. Yeah, but you would have embraced that bubble. Fucking oath. You would have been the, you know, it's the, it's the classic big fish in a small pond and yeah. you were fucking... Where's uh, I was going to say, what's Willie? What's the... Where's what's Wally? No, nah, not where's Wally. What's the... Free Willie. Free Willie, Yeah. You were free willy. That's how big you were. That was the sort of I fucked it. So it it, can't, it was good, and yeah, so much fun. I'd like. I just. I wish it would be like I think now about us and the how much fun. Like if we were a bit younger, maybe. Yeah. How much fun it would be if that was you and me in a town, just like, yeah, it's it, it would be so cool because you're there for one thing. Would you be able to do like if we were doing it? Do you think? the radio station would have allowed us to do outside broadcasts every morning. No, <laughs> it's so cold. It's too cold there in the I winter. I think that'd be so much fun. If I was doing it, I'd be like, I only want to do it if we can like have a PA system and really and get big, get, like I can really put some Yeah, the, the problem is the boundaries with these stations because you want to do all these things and this all this red tape because they're trying to get a certain person on for sponsorship. Yeah. And so you can't just do it. Like, where are you doing it from? Out the front of Coles? Well, Coles aren't a sponsor. 
where are you doing it from? Out the front of the mall? Well, the mall isn't sponsoring. And so it's like this game. Sometimes they do it, right? Yeah. But this is, it's this game of, well, we can't be seen to be giving anyone... Man, this is so... And this is the politics, thing. Politics, bro. Yeah, talk about politics. Uh, last, last radio story and then we'll head off. Uh, I tweeted... I remember I was at uh, Port Melbourne... Uh, Nando's and they fucked up my order when I was uh, oh, a big uh, digital content producer at the radio station. What is your order? I, I think I ordered like I paid for a large chips and they gave me a small and I told them about it and they didn't do anything. Oh, that's and, fucked. And I was I was annoyed about it and so I did a tweet. I just said, never going to <laughs> at Nando's Port Melbourne again and I got an email from Kerry Jones who was the executive producer for Fee Fan Jewels said, Nando's are a sponsor. Could you please take it down? <laughs> and I'm really glad that we're doing our own thing now and we can absolute we can say whatever we want. Yeah. Come after us, Jack Ball, mate. <laughs> what what do you what do, you don't have thirty thousand dollars to sue us? You got you, um Well but, let's give um somebody's podcast a shout out. They probably didn't want it, but let's do it. Yeah. Uh Dirty Derek. Dirty Derek, who we've had on the show. He's the uh it's the guy on Easy Street who turned his dino room into a full podcasting setup. We yeah. we did a live show from there. Sco- scooter um, engine power room where mm. you're testing the engine power. Now it's a sick setup. Uh, anyway, he's got a podcast called What Now, Derek? Just type in Derek Myers, M-Y-E-R-S. Derek Myers. This is, some, this is a kick out the ass to make sure that you keep doing it because yeah. we're all about – Getting people on board the Absolutely. bandwagon. Well, George listens to the show and he we were downstairs at the cafe and had Dirty Derek walk in. It was like an episode of Seinfeld or something. Got all these characters. But um, no, nah, man, I'm... Uh, dirty Derek's his DJ name. He's not just a dirty... He's, he's actually... I think that it's one of those... It's like uh, calling a red-headed bluey because he's, he's the opposite of dirty. He's a yeah. cuddly teddy bear with a... <laughs> Don't you think? He's just got that vibe. Like, I think that I'll one day grow into Dirty Derek. Um, Will you? Yeah, I think so. Like, with the hats, like his style. That's my next rebrand. Hey, I'll, I'll be rocking the a thing scooter. The about Derek, I don't think he purposefully does any style. He does Derek. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I think you're I'm a trying. Bit contrived. But I think maybe you'll get there. Maybe you're like, this is me. Mm. I'm Josh, you're wearing a fucking beret. <laughs> and, and I'm literally just dressed as Derek. He's Sandra, like, tomorrow we have on the show a, um, a, a special guest, yeah. Jeff Jowett. He, uh, you might know him from uh, breakfast or morning TV from the mid-2000s, around 2006, 2007. He was on sort of David and Kim and all those uh, morning, shows. morning shows. And he was, uh, he was in the infomercials bit. Yeah. You would have, uh, he was selling, what was it called? Body trim? Yeah, body trim, Bo- and the, protein uh, cookies. He's talking about the cookies and the protein. But he's got an amazing story yeah. and his episode will drop tomorrow. Yeah. A $30 million uh, a, a year revenue the business was doing. And Crazy, he, over 100 uh, staff. Yeah, and uh, as he would he would admit, he uh, royally fucked it with a pretty solid sex addiction and drug addiction yeah. and alcoholism. I saw him talk once and he said... Um, you know, when you hit rock bottom, well, I fell off the fucking bottom. <laughs> yeah. That's where I was. He was so, so low. Yeah. And so we we uh, we we normally do this show every day. Now, you were having a go at me with the semantics of saying live. Oh, well, live in our world, which is now, it's a Thursday and we're recording, we'll put it out today. Mm-hmm. Whereas live in the, I think most Real people's world. world is like Facebook live, which means you're literally seeing them as they're doing and it. And so I said yesterday that we normally do them live. Is that what I said? You said something. Around that, okay. Well, what I what I was meaning, 
was we do the show every single day. Yes. And what I'm saying is that uh, every Friday while I'm away to give us a day off, we are going to be putting out a guest that we've been uh, pre-recording. So we've, yeah. we've by the time I l- I'm going to Europe, uh, Sandra, on Tuesday and uh, we're still doing the show four days a week, but every Friday we will use one of our pre-records and yeah. we've got about uh, 10 or 12 pre-records yeah. of interesting people. Have we got them mapped out yet? Cause we so, do have can it. Can we so tell Sandra about Sam? Yeah, so we, we've got we've got uh, old mate uh, Jeff Jowett tomorrow, yeah. Protein Man, and then... Uh, next Friday, the 29th of June, we have Sam Mack, who is the Channel 7 Sunrise Weather Dude slash Content uh, King and someone who I've been following for a very long time. Yeah, and we, we talk about an email that I sent him 13 years ago. Yeah. Uh, remember, if you want those stickers, as Tommy's requested, please put stickers in the subject line because apparently he's incapable of reading the body <laughs> no, of an I email. Can just, I can just put them into a folder because mm. I know what people's intentions Anywhere are. Anywhere around the world. Yeah, we'll do them global. You know what? If you're in Europe uh, and you tell us before the 26th, I'm gonna, I'll bring some and I'll look after the European region okay. I appreciate and you that. look after Australia and North America and stuff. Uh, everyone, uh, it's The Daily Talk Show. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com is the email address. We hope you have a lovely day, Sandra, and thanks for listening.